0: Welcome to the Social Ideas Podcast, brought to you by the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. I'm Pam Mungru. If you're looking for a new challenge, one that will give you the knowledge and the skills to tackle the wicked problems of the world, you might want to consider applying for the Masters in Social Innovation degree programme at the Cambridge Judge Business School. The two-year part-time programme attracts professionals from all sectors all over the world. Dr Neil Stott and Professor Paul Tracy are the co-founders and the co-directors of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. I spoke to them about the Masters and I began by asking Neil why someone should apply for this particular programme.
1: Well, for the moment at least, it is the only Masters of its sort in the world because it isn't, doesn't focus on one particular thing like social enterprise, it's a broader canvas. So we look at social entrepreneurship, we look at social intrapreneurship, how to make change within organisations, and we look at social extrapreneurship, the networking, the resource making across and between organisations. So it's slightly different than you find elsewhere.
2: I think another distinguishing feature is that what you're not going to get in this course is a set of tools or toolkits for how to change the world or save the world. I think that what we try and do on the programme is to get students to think really deeply and critically about the different social problems that we face and the strengths and weaknesses of different possible solutions for addressing them. But, you know, we don't claim to have all the answers to these problems nope. and we're not claiming that when people go through the programme they will have a lot of answers th- to, to these problems, but they will be able to think, and I think in a different way, about why particular problems exist um, and different approaches to addressing them. So it's a kind of a critical analysis of the social world that we live in today and the different ways of addressing the social problems, the very deep, rooted profound social problems that we have.
0: So who should consider applying for this?
2: Anyone who is passionate about making social change. That's the most important thing that we look for when we interview. Neil and I interview all the candidates on Skype and what we're really trying to get a sense of is, do you care about a particular issue and problem? Are you passionate about addressing it in new ways and different ways and thinking differently about it? These are the people that we want to apply. To our programme, it's really important to us. What we don't want are people who just want a master's degree at Cambridge University.
1: It's, it's a will to make a difference. And we're not saying you know, it has to be earth-shattering, global scope. Great if it is. It can be a small thing. It can be a very local thing, it can be a very personal thing. But that will to make a difference has to shine through.
0: What about qualifications?
1: Uh, academically, we expect the equivalent of a UK 2-1. If a person has a postgraduate qualification, of course, you know, that, that counts as well.
2: Minimum of two years experience as well.
1: Yes. Is that crucial?
2: Well, that's a requirement for the programme. So you need to have two years relevant work experience in order to get onto the programme. So it is a post-experience programme in that sense. And there's a lot of variation in the level of experience that the students do have. Our youngest student has had just a two years experience and was maybe about 23 or something mm-hmm. like that but we have had students in their 60s also, and that balance of uh, youthful enthusiasm and experience I think actually works really well in the classroom, and it's so it's been really nice to see the more experienced people in the class really uh, mentor and support the less experienced people as well. That's been a really nice feature of, of what's happened, the dynamic in the classroom.
1: I think that's quite important. We we try and build a cohort of 35 students that is global, that is balanced in terms of gender, that's is balanced in terms of public, social and corporate, but also reflects age as well. I mean, what is actually uh, great is, is the mix. Scientists, soldiers, social entrepreneurs, lawyers, finance people, you name it, we've had it in the mix. That's what makes a really exciting course to teach.
2: I think another distinguishing feature of the programme as well is the fact that we have a, a dissertation, a research dissertation in the second year. Because what's happened in a lot of master's programs in business schools is they've moved away from a research component and you have a consulting component which is fine for people without any experience, for our junior people but I think for the slightly more experienced students that we have they really do relish and enjoy the chance to develop the research skills and to examine a particular problem in a lot of depth and a lot of detail uh, with uh, mentorship and support from a supervisor and that's a really nice part of the course
1: I think.
0: So the course is two years long.
1: It is, part-time.
0: What are the challenges then that somebody
1: would face? So the first challenge is that people are working and you know, they may well have other commitments, you know, family or whatever. So it's balancing work, family, relationships and studying, which is surprisingly difficult. I did it for all my postgraduate work. It is quite hard to, to keep that balance right. So there's time and planning. Secondly, it's a different sort of course in the sense it's blended learning. So there is time online on the uh, virtual learning platform. Then there's residential in Cambridge, four of those, which are really intense, so that means obviously taking a break, travelling here and going through a very intense week. The other challenge is writing, academic writing, writing essays, etc. for assignment. Now, even if you're reasonably close to coming out of university, achieving the level that we require is a challenge. Also, if you've not been in university a while, you've been writing a lot, work reports, etc., it is very different. So you're going to relearn a set of skills. That is a challenge.
2: There is quite a bit of theory on the course. We draw a lot on sociology in particular, to understand why particular problems exist and to critique particular solutions. And I guess for some people who maybe haven't been exposed to social science before, or not for a long time, then making that transition can sometimes be tricky. But that's why we have a supervision system, and that's why you know me, Neil, and the other members of the course team are here to help people make that transition.
1: And we, we do try very hard. Once a student is admitted, we do try very hard to make sure that they improve as they go through the journey. Apart from Paul and I, we do have... Anna, who's our teaching associate, whose job is to support students. But even though we're here doing that, I really want to emphasise that it is a challenge and people, if they do join us, need to expect they will be challenged, it will be hard, and think carefully about you know, making the decision to, to apply and to, to join us.
0: What are the fun aspects of this? Because you have spoken in-depth <laughs> about the challenges.
1: The, the fun aspects, well, I think one, I think Paul hinted at this, having such a diverse group of people in the room, especially during residentials, going through some very interesting discussions and and talks about things that really matter. Number two, students do tend to find a way to enjoy themselves (laughs) in the evenings on a regular basis. Number three, we do have an end of uh, residential dinner, which is always a fun experience. I think it's not necessarily fun, but I think one thing is the relationships people build in their cohort incredibly strong and also increasingly between cohorts which is really important.
2: One of the most fascinating aspects of the program for me is the first residential, in fact the first morning of the first residential and seeing these 35 people who apart from some communication online have never met each other or don't know each other very well and that slight nervousness at the beginning and how that turned really quickly into some amazing relationships. That we, in all the cohorts we've had to date, people have bonded really, really quickly. And that's been really interesting to see, quite exciting to see, actually. You know, coming to Cambridge for these teaching blocks, it's really intense. You're here for you know one week at a time. You're in the class for uh, long days, obviously. But it's also really exciting. And the content is really interesting. People who are passionate about social issues in any case um, get the opportunity to talk to other people who are passionate about social change, albeit from a different perspective. And that's really
1: exciting.
0: So someone's gone to the trouble to find out about all of this. But what would be the payoff at the end of it? What's the career potential?
1: Well, personally, I think education is an end in itself, not necessarily a means to an end. Maybe I'm old fashioned in that way. And I think the sort of course that we offer has long term benefits in the sense that it's it's hopefully inculcating critical thinking around some really you know, challenging issues, which will, no matter what happens next, will be, be important in people's lives and careers. In, in more sort of practical terms, given that our students are at very different stages, what happens next is, is often down to their own personal preferences. But we have had people moving on, moving up, changing roles, some becoming social entrepreneurs, some becoming something else. It does give time for reflection on the life journey so it's interesting that
2: people have very different motivations for coming on this uh, program some people are already quite far down their social innovation journey and for those people i think the course is often an opportunity to uh, learn more about the particular issues or problems that they're interested in to think about different ways of addressing it and to go really deep in a way that they don't Uh, necessarily have the time to do work so it's a period for reflection and and going deeper and then we have another group of people who they're really passionate about social change but haven't necessarily had the opportunity to enact that already through their careers and so this is an opportunity for them to learn a set of new skills to perhaps make a set of new connections and then take their career in a in a different direction so I would say there's these two broad motivations and you know they use the course in different ways, and what they do afterwards uh, can, can sometimes change. But we have noticed so far that, bearing in mind that we only have one full set of graduates to date, that a number of people did actually change a career path, change organisations, and they used the work that they did for the dissertation as really a springboard to make that
1: next step. Also what's nice is that we have an increasing number applying to PhD programmes. We have one accepted at Oxford. Uh, from the first cohort, but I know of, in, in the first two cohorts, at least five or six people who are actively seeking further s- academic study, which is good on a number of reasons, one for the individuals, uh, two for the course, but also to extend social innovation knowledge to, to the next step, you know, which is really important, because this, this course is also about that. It's about finding different perspectives, understanding different contexts through research, and then communicating that to the outside world. Our students bring something really, really interesting on
0: that. You're the co-founders of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation, and by extension, therefore, the, the co-founders of the the master's program. What was your motivation then to bring something like this about?
1: Well, the centre started re- the idea of the centre started because we saw a number of problems in the world. Some of the you know the big problems we, we've talked about the wicked problems, climate change, whatever it may be, but also the other problem was actually around social enterprise. That social enterprise is seen as a solution for many things and we were concerned that it is a part of a solution, not the whole solution. And if one really, really wants to make change, one has to make it across sectors, public, corporate and social. No one sector can do it alone. That was a key motivation for the centre and also designing the course.
2: So when I first came to the judge Business School in 2003, there was a master's program in social and community enterprise. Actually, Dr. Stott here was a student on that particular program.
0: Can't <laughs> get rid of him. <laughs> a, ter- student. Student, a ter- <laughs>
2: ter- terrible, terrible <laughs> student on that program. <laughs> Dr. Stott aside, it was actually a really interesting group of people who were on it. Actually, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed teaching on it. And then, unfortunately, that program was closed down after th- a few years. And then my teaching, I went back to MBA teachings, and most of the teaching I would do would be on the MBA program. And I'm not in any way going to align MBA students. Uh, But teaching social innovation and social entrepreneurship to MBA students is quite a different proposition. There are a a group of MBAs who are really passionate about social change, there's no question about it. But there's a whole other group of people who might take that course who have an interest in social enterprise and social innovation. But it's not really what they want to do in their life. It's not their life's passion. And so for me to, to go back to teaching on a course that was full of people who really wanted to be there, who really wanted to study this topic... It's a humbling experience, really, actually. It's a very different experience than teaching a generalist programme where people have an interest of varying degrees to this little bit. So I, I think it's absolutely fantastic that you've got a group of people who share this passion for social change and, and actually being there in the classroom with them, it's is really enjoyable. It's really enjoyable. So I get a lot out of it. And it's probably the closest I'll get to being a social innovator.
0: <laughs> what do you both get from delivering
1: the programme? Seeing a very diverse but committed group of people tackling with some really challenging issues, thinking critically about how to make change, and then enacting change in many different ways as individuals and collectively. That's what's most exciting about this course for me.
2: Well I think one other thing that we both get is actually we learn a lot. I mean I've learned so much from the students actually, just sitting in the classroom, listening to their stories, their experiences also reading their dissertations as well. It's actually a huge source of knowledge and learning for for us, which I think is really nice.
0: Somebody has decided, yes, I'm going to do this course. They've been accepted, and they are wending their way to Cambridge, and they suddenly go, oh dear, what if I'm not good enough? What if I can't do this? What if
1: I'm not clever enough? How do you deal with that? Well, I think many, many people experience that when they first come to Cambridge, no matter where they come from in the world, or, or where their position is. I know I did when I came to Cambridge and many years ago. So I think, I think they're in good company. But what I know is that after the first few hours of being with us, a lot of that disappears very quickly. We work very hard to make people feel comfortable, and the co are really good at making each other feel comfortable at home. So I think it dissipates pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I think it's completely normal to feel a little bit intimidated as you, as you come through the gates at the front and come into the city and the, and the school.
1: Does the city have gates? I'm thinking
2: of York. I'm thinking about the, the gates <laughs> yeah. there, those gates. <laughs> you come into the school gates <laughs> and that's completely normal. You know, the quality of the students that we get are really high. So if people's, somebody's offered a place to study in the course, then there is no doubt that they're going to be well able to do the course. And the quality of the work that the students do on our programme is really, really high. I think it's some of the best work across the school. And so I think if somebody is offered a place, they should feel really confident that they're gonna excel here when they come and we're gonna help them the best we can.
0: That was Dr Neil Stott and Professor Paul Tracy. You can find out more about how to apply for the Master's in Social Innovation by searching online for the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation.